celebrating the suburban dad life. This is the Bad to the Dad podcast with Coach Randy and Adam D. My name is Adam D. I'm Coach Randy. Happy to be here. Episode 2, Coach Randy. We're calling this the Super Dad Shuffle. If you're around in 1985, you know what we're talking about. If not, we got some splaining to do, and I have a feeling we got a lot of splaining to do. Great show today. Great show. I'm very excited for this one. We've got our good friend Rob Field. Great guy. Funny. Oh my God, he's hysterical. A comedian, but also the founder of Haha ha for Humanity, which is a charity that produces comedy shows for all of these these local philanthropies. So you we're going to get recently, into that. Right? You did one of those. I uh, did some stand-up. He asked me if I want to do some material. I did his birthday show mm-hmm. not long ago. I did this big 4th of July show and met some really good comedians. Jason Salmon was one of those comedians who just released his own album, but has been in a lot of different commercials. So he, he gets good people. He gets good people. He works very hard to put these shows together. And he's 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 bad to the dead. He's got two great boys. Mm-hmm. A divorced dad. A divorced dad. He's trying to make it happen. That. Make it happen. Single parent. Yeah. Uh, Jackson and uh, and, and Holden. Holden. Quick quick shout out. Good show. And then we've got some other stuff. It's it's a big day here. On bad to the dead. Bad to the dead. We're gonna make it really easy for you. Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. The address, the handle is bad to the dad. It's spelled out, not with a number. Bad to the dad. So B A D T O T H E D A D. Bad to the dad. Bad to the dad. And we have a website, and it's badtothedad.com. Mm-hmm. Again, everything is plug and play. We're plug and make, play. Try to make life easy for you. Because we're dads. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Give us anything else to remember. Actually, anything, that, anything does not involve but instructions. If you, in, if you put it in terms of a fletch line Absolutely. or something from vacation. <laughs> yes. No problem. No we problem. Got we got it. All right, welcome back to Bad to the Dad, and today's a special treat. I get to spend some time with my friend Adam D. This is the time I look forward to. This is like a mini vacation every week. Well, this is, uh, today, first of all, thank you for the invitation. To what? The 79th annual Super Bowl party. I forgot I invited you. Yeah, well, actually, you invited my wife, and she told me about it, so I think I'm included. So you're the plus one. I am the plus one, plus the kids, and uh, I frankly... I'm amazed it's been 79 years since you've been holding this party. And that's the whole shtick of this whole thing. We know that there have not been 79 Super Bowls, but we like to add a little element of exaggeration, so we call it the 79th annual Super Bowl party. Because you can. You're bad to the dead. Sometimes you don't need a reason to do anything. You just have to have a good time. You know, so I was thinking this week, you know, this is the the Super Dad Shuffle, right? This Mm -hmm. is a play on the Super Bowl. It's a play on the, uh, the song... Super Bowl Shuffle, and I know we're you know limited in what we can talk about in terms of copyright infringement, and we're a little business with really no money. Right. So NFL, if you come after us, we got nothing. So don't waste your time. Right. Half of nothing is nothing. Mm-hmm. But I do want to share this gift that you have. Um, first, I want to talk about you have been doing this annual uh, Super Bowl event uh, for quite some time. How do you do it? I mean, how do you engage that process? Walk me through the steps because like, you have this magical wings gift that you have so walk me through this what's this all about what's the goal all right so it's all about the food right that's what you want to know the food okay okay you want to know about the whole party you want to know just about the food let's do a combination first tell me about the party yeah so the party is you know our, our house is not palatial by any means so the guest list has to be pretty selective and and we've been doing this for a number of years not quite 79 but let's say we've been doing it over the the past decade so i should feel special for being invited yes I'm special. It's a short list. 
Thank you, Adam D. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. And it started out with you know folks like yourself, mm-hmm. my parents, mm-hmm. a few other neighborhood friends, mm-hmm. and it evolved. But the guest list really has not exploded. Why is that? Well, one think? is the capacity that my my house can contain so for this limited, party. All right, limited space. Yeah. And also, you know, everybody that we invite, they tend to be contemporaries of ours. So they are also parents of kids roughly around the same age as my own kids, who are, are 13 and 10. So you want to make sure that the kids can be entertained. They can entertain themselves. And if they don't want to watch the game, that's fine. But they can go off in the basement or the respective bedrooms and do their own thing. And how important is the game of your data? So I'm a Jet fan, Randy. Mm-hmm. And uh, I have not experienced a Super Bowl with my team in my lifetime. Your entire lifetime. Yeah. So it is secondary. I get to watch the Jets' biggest rival win Super Bowl after Super Bowl after <laughs> Super Bowl. So for me, I'm in the kitchen. It's my one day okay. to really own the kitchen, sure make kitchen. a mess, and have a good time cooking. Everybody knows it is Adam's time. Adam D. Yeah. in the house. It's my kitchen. And, and no one comes in. So tell me, what are you doing as the man of the house, Adam D. in the kitchen. I'm making my world famous in New Jersey wings. World famous in New Jersey wings. Yes. I got to tell you, what makes them so world famous in New Jersey? Would you like the recipe, Randy? I'm thinking about, if I'm bad to the dad right now and I'm getting ready, I want to know the recipe of the world famous New Jersey wings. All right. Now, this is this is an exclusive to everybody listening it's not really a secret recipe because the ingredients are pretty easy to find. It's just a matter of putting them into your sorcery and, and making the wings happen. Sorcery, really. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I cackled just like that. But I cackled just like that anyway. It's not like Let I even have to go. Yeah. All right. It's okay. Um, all right. I'm completely derailed now. That no, we had to go. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Cackle. Yeah. That's what the, the short attention span theater is all about. So uh, here's what you need. First of all, you need to have a great apron. Now, some, Why would not think an apron was some, you need the apron because it brings personality to the cooking experience. Ah. And some people have that hell to the chef. Mm-hmm. Uh, others are into Star Wars. I've mm-hmm. seen the Chewbacca apron. Ah! So you have the hair and the gun belt that yes. Chewbacca has. Mm-hmm. And I think I go with pinstripes because that is the one team mm-hmm. in my fan support repertoire mm-hmm. that actually wins that has oh, a history of championships I. yankees the new york yankees okay i feel every sports fan needs to enjoy the agony and the ecstasy of being a sports fan okay jets is my agony mm-hmm. yankees is my ecstasy okay. good balance okay. good balance and i'm also devil's knicks devils have done some winning in their time knicks not in my <laughs> lifetime although we got yay close we got yay close and now all right, we're so, not going to go there. That's so let's let's talk about food because that's that's so my major apron. contribution. You got, you got the apron, apron on. You are going to need this. You're going to need a whole bunch of wings. Uh, I try to make at least sixty. Sixty. Now, do you go with Purdue? Do you go with Tyson? No, no. Uh, there's this this butcher down the street. Um, they're they're not advertising, but I'll say, Aaron's. Thank you for your wings. Hey, big shout out, local. Yep. So you go you go local. Yes, grocery local keep grocery it. store. Yeah, we keep. Yeah, we try to support the local businesses. All right, very So nice. I've got packages of wings. Now you mm-hmm. have to determine how many you want to cook, depending on how many people you have. But wings is the thing, and that's what I do. So we stock up on the wings. You are also going to need flour. Flour. Now mm-hmm. you use like a a mixed flour, a wheat flour, a gluten free, gluten free, gluten free. That's like a Def Leppard lyric. <laughs> Uh, no, you know, flowers, whatever flower you're, you're comfortable with. Some of you have a, may have a gluten allergy. That's like a thing now. So whatever 
flower you're comfortable with that you've experienced and, and had some success with, just go with that flower. Mm-hmm. So you got flour. Uh, eggs, you're going to need eggs. Now, do you go with organic eggs, small eggs, extra large eggs? Randy, I love the level of detail well, we that have, you're pushing we me. We have listeners out there that need yes. to know exactly how to make these. You want to go with you want to go with an organic egg or a brown egg or an egg that was made in some science lab somewhere. Right. Go for it. I, I go with Ostrich eggs. Ostrich eggs? Do they work? I'm sure they. Well, I don't know. Do they have a yolk or is the kind of thing you open it up and a baby ostrich comes out? Because that's not going to help you make a wing. All right. Note to self: check out ostrich eggs. Continue. Okay. So you've got your flour, mm-hmm. you've got your eggs, you've got your wings, and when it comes to the sauce, now we go with a lot of different varieties mm-hmm. of wings. So the flagship sauce is uh, Frank's Buffalo Sauce. And what I like about Frank's Buffalo Sauce mm-hmm. is, first of all, the heat is just perfect. It's not too hot, but a little bit more mild than mild, or mm-hmm. a little more uh, hot than mild, I'm sorry. And... You get a little bit of a kick, mm-hmm. but it's not something that is going to make you take a cold shower. All right, so Frank's hot sauce, which is not too hot, not too cold. But it's Frank's just... Buffalo. Oh, Frank's not the Buffalo. Hot, Frank's Buffalo. It's specifically Frank's Buffalo. Now, is it from Buffalo, or is it just... It's from wherever Frank's makes their food. All right, um, probably China. What's also nice about uh, Frank's Buffalo, <laughs> you're probably right, is uh, it doesn't have dairy in it. I know a lot of Buffalo oh, sauces so have dairy. So if dairy. you have a dairy allergy... Oh. Or, or if you're kosher. If you're kosher, if you um, abide by Jewish dietary laws or any other dietary laws, mm-hmm. it does not have any dairy products in right. it. I also think it, it's the closest thing mm-hmm. uh, to replicating a restaurant-style buffalo wing. So your goal is, I want you to come here and feel like you're eating wings from a restaurant. That's right. They're that good. That's right. All right so you got your flour, you got your eggs, you got your, your, your hot sauce. Now what? You're going to need oil. What kind of and oil? And we go with vegetable oil because... Okay. Look, wings are wings. It's mm-hmm. junk food. Mm-hmm. All right, we. It's like people go to McDonald's. You don't go to McDonald's because you're on a diet. You're eating wings because you want a tasty food product during the game. During the game. But mm-hmm. there's a way to do it right, and there's a way to do it better mm-hmm. for those who are health conscious. And vegetable oil is very high in mono and polyunsaturated fat. You know, I would not think of that nature, but the fact that you mention it... Thank you for caring about my fat intake. There are other oils that uh, will make you more disgusting than you are. And I I don't want to do that to you, Randy. But the fact that you actually go to that extra step, Mm -hmm. I mean, that is kind and sensitive to care about my fat intake. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to say right here in front of everybody at Bad to the Dad, thank you. You're very welcome. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Because at Bad to the Dad, we care. You care. We care. Yeah. We're going to do the cardiologist show eventually, <laughs> but right now it's all about wings. It's all about wings. All right, wings. so you got your ingredients. You got your eggs. You got okay. your flour. You got, got your wings. Right. You got your sauce mm-hmm. and your oil. Yes. And you're going to need a, a pan, mm-hmm. uh, a deep pan. It doesn't have to be a deep fryer, but a deep pan. Enough where when you submerge the eggs mm-hmm. into the, uh, I'm sorry, the wings into the oil, they will be covered by the oil. Okay, so the, the pan you're talking about is not the pan that goes into afterwards. It's a pan they get cooked in. Correct. All right. And you put, okay, so it's a deep enough pan mm-hmm. where they get submerged. Like, mm-hmm. oh, I can't breathe. I'm drowning. Yeah. If wings could talk, that's probably what that's they would probably say. That's what they would say. All yeah. right. All right. So here, and you, of course, they're going to need bowls for your, your sauces, mm-hmm. your flour, and your egg. Here is the order. Okay. Because it's bad to the dad, we are going to make it very easy for you. Simple. Give me step one. Okay. Think of this acronym. FEF. F-E-F. Fef. F-E-F. Flour, egg, flour. Flour, egg, flour. Right. Fef. 
25th. Okay. All right. So first of all, you're going to wash your wings off because I don't want this podcast to be held responsible for foodborne pathogens. So wash your hands off and wash your wings off and we're going to hashtag sure. Fef right now. Okay. We're going to hashtag Fef. We're Fef in it. Yep. Okay. You got your wing. You're going to roll it around in flour. Then you're going to roll it around in egg. Mm-hmm. Then you're bringing it back to the flour. Oh, I see. It's a, it's a reach around. You come back around the second Why are step. we doing that? Why are we doing that? Mm-hmm. Because I like my wings for my guests to be really crispy. So you're a double dunker. Yeah. Yeah. And because the flour gives it that extra texture of now, crispiness. Now, do you put like, certain kind of spices in the flour, flour or just kind of plain Yeah, flour? so uh, at times I'll do brown sugar because uh, that gives it a little caramelization, right, when you yeah. finally dip it into the sauce. Mm-hmm. Then you have some pepper, Ooh. right? Now, and is it pepper? Is it like black pepper? Regular, regular black pepper. Just regular, regular now, black is it pepper. like fresh ground pepper or is it like the... No, uh, it's with that little dashy container, dashy that, that, container. You, that you steal from the uh, family restaurants. Come on. <laughs> so, feth... Uh-huh. Flour, flour, egg, egg flour. flour. Okay. Into the deep fryer they go. Into the pool they go. Yeah, so you're going to want the uh, oil to boil. Oil to boil. Okay, so feff, oil to boil. Yep. Right? And I usually put it on medium to high, and it takes a good 10 minutes. All right? Once I feft, I flour, mm-hmm. egged, and I floured again. Mm-hmm. I'm putting them into the into the fryer, into right? The, the pan that, yep. that has the oil. Gotcha. It's cooking. About seven minutes should get it done. Sometimes I do it a little extra you because... Use timers? You just use a... I use experience. Because you have a lot of experience. 79 mm-hmm. years of... Uh, yeah. And parties. believe me, when I st- first started doing this, I've tried and failed. And I pulled out some undercooked chicken and I, it was very regrettable. But you learned. But we don't we don't go there anymore. Bad of the dad, you don't fail. You just yeah. learn from those mm-hmm. moments and you grow. And it's not going to hurt you to overcook these things, right? As long as they're sitting in the oil, they're heating up. Oh, so you right. cannot overcook. It's not like you're going to dry them out. Because the idea is that you want them cooked. We want them cooked. All right. right. Um, so, so you feff. You feff. Oil to boil. Yep. And once they're ready, they're nice and crispy. You pull mm-hmm. them out. You roll them around in the sauce. Maybe you want to put a little extra seasoning on it. Mm-hmm. That's fine. That's up to you. Mm-hmm. There are occasions mm-hmm. where I've also done a barbecue. Ooh. I see how you just did that. Mm-hmm. You just changed directions. We thought we were getting Frank's. And you say, you know what, I'm going to... Which you will. The The majority of your wings will be... Is there a percentage pranks. breakdown? 80-20, Yeah, it's uh, 60% buffalo wing. Okay, 60 Then barbecue. I've gotten special requests for a coconut. Where ju- you just roll them around in coconut shavings. No one ever thought about coconut. Yeah. And here you are. The You're coconut like a, wing. You are a full-service wing maker. Honey. I've also... No, I'm not calling you I honey. I thought like yeah. honey. Like, yes. yes, yes. Yeah, I have other pet names for you, okay. Randy, but it's not honey. So you cook the wing, mm-hmm. and you roll it around in honey, and you've got yourself a honey-glazed wing, and that is also delicious. Just plain honey. Just plain honey. Plain honey. So, yeah. you, so you like really go all out. You are like a smorgasbord of wings. A lot of variety. Variety mm-hmm. is key. Variety is key. Now, yeah. I almost feel like I'm sitting inside one of those big restaurants that says, you can do this, this. Now, do, you, do they choose, or you just make them for them, and then people just go at it? I try to do make to order, but mm-hmm. most people over time have told me the buffalo wing is the wing of well, choice. That's, that's, that's what we're going to start with, mm-hmm. and then we'll bring the other varieties out. Gotcha. And we always have more wings to cook than we have time for. I also hope that we can do this without setting the fire alarm off every Has that year. Ever happened before? All the time. All the time. <laughs> the smoke detector goes off, and we're opening doors, we're opening mm-hmm. windows. Of course, it's cold up mm-hmm. here. We're fanning the door. That is so funny. Now, one would think after. But that's your, a tradition. But once you figure after 78 years, you would know in the 79th year, let's take the smoke detector battery up. But you don't do that. Oil boils. Because you know why? It wouldn't be the Super Bowl without the fire. It just has to. And we wouldn't be bad to the dead. We wouldn't be bad to the dead. 
Fantastic. So I'm just real quickly, uh, I love the idea. Great recipe. Theft, oil to boil, dipping sauce. Do you offer dipping sauce and... We haven't had a lot of requests for dipping sauce. So you just eat them plain rice. Yeah, we you can. I mm-hmm. mean, there's a, you know a non dairy ranch that that we provide. We'll provide extra barbecue sauces. Uh, honey mustard mm-hmm. uh, is all, always very popular. Mm-hmm. But the sauce on the wing itself mm-hmm. seems to be enough flavor for people that You're they. You're that good. You're that good. You need I, no sauce. You know, I'm not good at a, a lot of other things, Randy. But when it comes to wings, I think You're that I, I've. So then, nailed it. what I think is important to, as far as bad of the dads out there, is really think about when it comes to your your, your adult libation, the, the drink that goes along with mm-hmm. the wing. What are you promoting here at your party this year in terms of the great complement of liquid mm-hmm. beverage with your wings? Everybody's got their own thing, yes. right? Everyone has their own. But I want to know Adam D's. What is Adam D's? Mm. You know, I try to keep it simple. I go with a beer, a craft beer. Um, one of the beers, again, not a sponsor, but I just happen to like it. Uh, Budweiser just came out with this uh, um, Jim Beam. Ooh, the Jim Beam. The copper, the copper Budweiser. That's right, the combination. So it's beer that's been aged in Inside the Jim Beam bourbon Jim Beam. barrels, yeah. and that is the not barrels bad. or the barrels. The barrels, yeah. but then barrels comes much later. Well, that's kind that's of later. a much later chapter. But in I got to tell you, because evening. part of being bad to the dad is you got to love bourbon mm-hmm. because we're suburban dads like. Well, we usually kick off. Mm-hmm. The big game day yeah. with, with a bourbon. With bourbon. And a toast. And you have to because bourbon is the drink that everybody loves to take. It's bad to the dead. I mean, it's bad. I want to talk more about your childhood experience with with the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. And what people don't see is you got this great little... You got William the Refrigerator Perry right here. It's an action figure. It's an action figure. Yeah. Not an action toy, but an action figure. Yeah. Right? And I, a toy would be childish, but an action figure, because adults, adults can right? play with those. Yeah, number 72, William the Refrigerator Parent, mm-hmm. right? He was yeah. part of the Super Bowl softball. Yep. Tell me, what was the intention? I mean, tell me about this little little uh, toy figure, if you would. Uh, action figure. Action figure. Okay, so back uh, in the day when, uh, when I was a youngster and uh, collected uh, toys, uh, G.I. Joe was one of my, my favorite toys. Mm-hmm. G.I. Joe and Transformers, I was very much a, a Hasbro guy. Mm-hmm. And in 1985, when the Bears were really good Mm -hmm. and they won the Super Bowl, Mm -hmm. they came out with a special edition William Mm -hmm. the Refrigerator Perry action figure. And I think the idea was, you know, the U.S. military or G.I. Joe Mm -hmm. was looking to fight Cobra in new and unique and fun ways. So remember, they had a Sergeant Slaughter figure from wrestling. He was the drill instructor. He was a drill instructor. And then you had William, Mm -hmm. the refrigerator Perry, who would just come in and smash things because that's what he did on the field. If you had three proofs of purchase from Mm -hmm. another G.I. Joe toy Mm -hmm. and sent in like $1.98 for shipping and handling... Mm You got the fridge action figure. Oh my God, that's You'll amazing. see it on our social media postings at badtothedad.com, on Instagram, and of course, Bad to the Dad on Facebook. Uh, there is William, the refrigerator Perry, and yeah. all of his gap tooth smiling glory saying, come on out and listen to, to Bad to the Dad. And I still have this. I don't that's know why fantastic. I have this. It, it, it never made it to the trash bin. Uh, thank goodness. Is it worth um, anything? I don't, it, it, well, it might be because it never came in a, in a package. You know, usually these toys are worth so much more when they're still packaged. But I got this Just like basically that. in a cardboard box. I, I think it had an accessory like a, a, a sledgehammers or mm-hmm. something like that. But I, I don't know if I still have the sledgehammer. <laughs> what I loved about the fridge mm-hmm. and that Bears team yeah. 
is that they had so much personality. And this yeah. was right around the age. This is 85, yes, where was. I was really starting to That's understand. That's when I was graduating high school. Mm-hmm, back in 19, none of your business. <laughs> and you had the fridge. Mm-hmm. And they would hand the ball to the fridge on short and goal situations. And he would just Go right knock through. everybody out. We have the game today. And let's, we're not pontificators. We're not uh, going on a limb. And the good thing is we don't post until the day after. <laughs> So we have we have no idea who, no what's going to happen in this you know, game. Uh, are you are you are you rooting uh, emotionally? Or are you rooting logically? You know? My hope is okay. Tom Brady will truly be the greatest of all time because he'll have won six, and no other team has won six. Has if won I six. if yeah, I, I understand correct. correctly, no. yeah. and maybe that will be some incentive for him to retire. Though I think he says he wants to play fifty till he's fifty. And, you know, if he keeps doing the hot yoga and uh, all of this you know, it's all about alternative tradition, it's all about hot yoga that seems to be the cure for everything, it's, uh, in, including I, I go aging. Up, I go online, how to make a better life, hot yoga. Hot yoga. How to eat I better. prefer hot chocolate, but some people like the hot yoga. Hot yoga. How to have more excitement in your bedroom, mm. hot, hot yoga. yoga. Hot yoga. So You uh, know, you want to redo your kitchen, hot, hot yoga. yoga. Uh, well, with that said, man, bad to the dad. Adam, thank you, coach. Uh, Randy's here with uh, Adam D giving you some insight on how to make the best wings and a nice little pontificating on the game. That was very nice. Thank you, Adam. We're bad to the dad. Bad to the dad. Bad to the dad.com. Celebrating the suburban dad life, this is Bad to the Dad with Coach Randy and Adam D. Our guest today. I'm excited. He is chock a block full of lots of different he's fun. things. He's a really funny he And I think that's what he leads with. Yes. He is a comedian. Mm-hmm. He is a, a philanthropist in in many ways. He has his own charity production yeah, company, does Haha ha, 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 ha for Humanity, yeah. where he produces comedy shows to benefit local charities. And I've had the great fortune of participating as a comedian. You at, made me laugh one once or twice. Once or twice. No, yeah. no I, I was laughing. I wasn't actually peeing my pants laughing, but I. I was laughing hard. Well, uh, you know, Rob, and he will tell you this, is a poor man's Rodney Dangerfield. And, you know, literally a they poor man's... No they get no respect. I'll tell you, I'll tell you, I went to a dog show and I won. <laughs> but what's great about Rob is he's so supportive of mm-hmm. up-and-coming comedians and even comic hobbyists mm-hmm. like me who are just trying to try out some material. Just have some fun. Yeah, absolutely. He gets it. He gets it. So, haha, ha Freemanity is wonderful. He is a divorced dad. Oh, we love the voice. Oh dads. yeah, a lot of stories there, Great and he's story. got two really sweet kids mm-hmm. who are dipping their toe into the comedy business. Holden and Jackson, right? Holden Big and kids. Jackson, two boys. Yeah, yeah. And they do and some funny stuff. That they do some. Uh, they they pontificate on sports. They do. They yeah. write their own material. Yeah. Uh, we'll hear about Holden's mm-hmm. kindness initiative. Yeah, he's got some kind of kindness, and I've got a. I've got a. I got a secret question. I got a question I pulled out of the archives. Mm. I want to ask him as well. Okay. That's coming up on Bad to the Dad. Our guest today, Rob Field of Haha ha for Humanity. I want to thank our sponsor, our single sponsor so far, and that's Berman Branding. Becky Thanks. Berman. Thanks, Becky. Job. Awesome. She's uh, the lady who designed our Bad to the Dad logo. We've been getting a lot of praise about the Bad to the Dad logo. So. She was awesome on it. Yeah. She she asked us, well, she asked you a couple questions. I think Two times, boom, out the window, done. I gave done. her five keywords, and she came back with this done. unbelievable graphic. Got to check her out. But if you would like to sponsor the Bad to the Dad podcast, you can with us through any social media form or our website, and we'd be happy to have you sponsor us, and we will go overboard in promoting your business. Rob Field. Rob Field. Comedian. Philanthropist. Keep going. Divorced dad. The list goes on, but it's a short show, Coach Randy. You got to keep it tight. 
So we're talking to Rob today. Rob, this, it, it's amazing to have you on the show today. It's a pleasure to be here. It's, it's uh, Yes, it's a pleasure to be here with Coach Randy. Yes. And, I mean, and Adam. And I'm in proximity, yeah, so, uh, so uh, while yes, you're at Adam it, it it's okay to be with me, too. Well, welcome, Rob. We're Thank happy you. To, we're really happy to have you here. It's a joy. Rob, first let's talk about HaHa ha for Humanity. So, you know, full disclosure, Rob was kind enough to bring me in to do some sets for HaHa ha for Humanity, which is uh, essentially... A, a produced comedy show for local charities that uh, are done at restaurants and hotels, and, uh, and and they're good fun. So tell us a little bit about how you got into this and, and why you started this up. Uh, well, I started Ha Ha for Humanity because uh, I have kids. I have two boys. They're 12 and 8. Um, I am a comic, but uh, apparently in the comedy world, no one likes in the clubs. They don't like necessarily clean, non-raunchy kid humor. And uh, I really wanted to be able to get some stage time in some front of some people. And I figured that I was going to start Ha Ha for Humanity for a couple reasons. One, what better way of building an audience and bringing in people from a charitable place to help out society? Um, Second reason is because I have kids, and I think there's nothing better than being a good example for your children than to be able to show how you're giving yourself to the community and giving yourself as you're performing. And it's an excellent example as a dad to show to your kids on showing your passion, following what you love, but also giving back to society. What attracted you to Adam? You talked about doing a set. I mean... Why Adam? I mean, Adam, he's goofy, funny. I mean, he's really, does he have it? I want to know, does Adam have what it takes to be a stand-up comedian? Why is this about me? I thought this was about Rob well, Field. Now you're making it about me? Because I need to know. I mean, you're, I'm <sighs> just curious to know, what does have? Does he have the it factor? I think that if Adam decided to put in his 10,000 hours of being a stand-up comedy, mm-hmm. live on peanut butter and jelly, and really try to work at his mm-hmm. art, he could be a stand-up comic. He could. He is funny enough. He is funny enough. But I don't know if he has enough patience to put in all the hours. 10,000 hours is a lot of hours. 10,000 hours is a lot of hours. Um, his wife might be happy the fact that he's out for that money hours, but I'm not so sure. But does he have it? He could get it. I, heard the, I, heard the I think I have that, but I don't know if I have it. Well, you, you definitely have that. Yeah. He has that. I don't know if he has it, but he has that. Well, that, that is what minor leaguers have. That it, it is yes. what the best he, comics in the, in the leagues have. All right, so let's so make sure that you have that, yeah. which is what you can do in the world of, say, minor league. Well, he, he's absolutely right. So, you know, Randy, you and I are both in the development game, mm-hmm. right? We're trying to develop people, trying to make them the best that they can be. And this is something that we're preaching all the time. You want to get good at something, you have to keep working at it. You want to be a good writer, keep writing, but work with the best writers. You want to be a good racquetball player, play with the best racquetball players as a very obscure example. Exactly. Racquetball you were thinking of or writing? Uh, Racquetball. I mean, who's going to be good at racquetball? Yeah. And so it is the it factor, right? And that you could have it, but it is often elusive. Uh, And if you're thinking about that concept of that and it, because... I think we want to be it. You know, dad. You know, if you're bad to the dad, guess what? You're it. You have you're it. it. And it's okay not having all of it as, yeah. a, as a dad. Because sometimes you're just that. That's like a public service announcement. <laughs> Let's shine the spotlight back onto Rob and off of me, where I only have that and he has it. So I mean, I mean, as yeah. much as we'd love to have the spotlight on Adam, mm-hmm. we all know that Adam loves the spotlight, mm-hmm. right? So you know. But here um, we share the spotlight, yes. and we all have it because we're all bad to the dad. Yes. 
We are all... Um, in fact, my kids said that to me the other day. He, they said, dude, you're bad at the dad? He, well, they didn't say... Well, they yes, said he was they, bad. They said I was bad. <laughs> or something. In a very kind way. Very kind in way. a very kind way, they told me that I was a bad dad. Yeah. Um, what do your kids think of you going up and performing and, and, and telling jokes? My kids love the fact that I go up and do what I do. Uh, but they like it more the fact that they get the right jokes for me and I get uh-huh. to perform their jokes. My kids are true narcissists, as they really should be. <laughs> Most comics and are, right? It's genetic. It's just genetic. And uh, they uh, appreciate the fact that they will write me a joke and I will go up there and I will perform their joke. Um, they have also told me there was a few jokes that I've said that they don't longer want me to you know, say or they think it's not funny. So they are both my writers as well as my biggest critics. That's great because Adam's kids are his IT department, right? Yeah. Your kids are your writers. Your, my kids your, are my writers. And so, so give us a joke that your kids want us to want you to use on stage. Uh, a joke that my kids want me to use on First, stage. First, give me a shout out. Give me a shout out to your kids. Your oh, great shout out to my kids, uh, Jackson and Holden. Sup, Jackson? What's up, Holden? What? We're just give me a shout oh, out. That's, that's a shout what? out. What? It's the thing we do on the show. All two of them. <laughs> yo, yo. Wait, wait. This is a little embarrassing. I can't do this, but yo, 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 Jackson and Holden. What's happening? Wow, that was very suburban dad. That's that very was it, right yeah. there. Exactly. And if you're not embarrassing your kids in a public forum, then yeah, you're you know, just not you doing it. your job. Oh, so well played. Well played, Rob uh, Field. Uh, my kids want my kids want me never to sing while on stage. Mm-hmm. Uh, my uh, youngest, Holden, he's eight. He said, Dad, I want to let you know you sing like a dead cow stricken with mental disease. Oh. Mm. Yes, yes. So I'm not, I'm not allowed to sing. I am allowed to tell jokes. I am allowed to perform. Uh, I wish I could tell you the joke that they don't want me to perform anymore because that was, uh, you know. But we're um, a family friendly. So, show. oh, so here, Super Bowl Sunday. Here's one of their favorite jokes that I've said. I'll tell All you right. one of the favorite mm-hmm. jokes. One day I came home. I came home. We're going into our house. We're Steeler fans. You're Jet fans. Coach Randy, you're a Bronco fan. Bronco fan. Came home. I don't know what success is. You guys uh, really uh, well, bathed in it. You can <laughs> jump. You can jump teams. That's yeah. why. I can't. You so, got to got to stick with what you have. So I'm coming home and I look at Jackson. I said, Jackson, I want to let you know that New England is no longer allowed to be said in our house. That New England is a curse word in our house. And Jackson looks at me and goes, oh, my God, Dad, that's like the other N-word. Oh, right? Geez. And and I Well, I'm glad went, that the other N-word is also. Well, the other N-word is Nana, because I, oh. I hate my ex-mother-in-law. Right. And Nana is just not allowed to be talked yeah. about in my house. Threw me off and track. That is, yes, that's that misdirection good. of the comedy. Yeah, very you know, good. Very so good. that is one of my, my boy's favorite that jokes, is that Nana is not allowed to be talked about that in our house. So very yeah. nice. I understand real quickly that you and your boys do something for the last few weeks together. Yes. Uh, you you go out, and the three of you, you're big Steeler fans, and you pretty much go down and break the game down, right? And yeah. you do some kind of uh, online piece. You just finished cooking that today. And I'm curious to know, it's, you know, today's episode, the Super Dad Shuffle. You know, we're going to get into that. You know, we've talked about some of that. Uh, so tell us, what's that like doing that with your boys? It's excruciating. <laughs> it is actually uh, it's a lot of fun. The first one was a lot of fun because uh, it was a lot of free form and flowing, and we all got into it. And the first one was like great, but a little long because my oldest is a very wordy kid. Um, and we were able to develop our characters as far as like I'm the dad, and and Jackson is the know it all, and and Holden is the one who knows nothing. So it's sort of like a very cute mix of us. Um, and now we did the Super Bowl today. 
And all of a sudden, when we were taping the Super Bowl yesterday, all of a sudden, Holden wanted to know all this information. He started, like, stealing stuff from Jackson because he <laughs> wanted to feel like he knew more. And I was like, okay, cut, cut. And I had to cut, and I'd be like, Holden, that's not the character we need you to be. Uh, so... You know, as we do this and as we develop, we certainly, you know, will um, adjust it and adapt it to who each of us are. But as kids are kids, they are also adapting and adjusting as well. Do, do they get into X's and O's? Because I'll, I'll tell you, I'm a, a football fan and I do appreciate some analysis. But I've always admired like a, a kid who's really into the game and he starts saying things like, well, if they go with their nickel package and they bring a linebacker out of coverage and they run the flippy dippy dappy dap and uh, they, yeah. play. absolutely. Yeah, the well, my, fl- my favorite play. play is just go out to the car, slant right and I'll hit you. <laughs> How about this one? The fumble rooski. Ah, uh, fumble rooski. You don't see that. You don't uh, see that enough in the NFL, Jackson. but but are they that analytical? Do they get yeah, knee Jack's, deep into the Jackson game like that? Jackson is the analytical one. Really? And I think those are the roles that, I mean, it's perfect. Like Jackson, is the analytical one. So in, in our latest tape that we dropped about the Super Bowl, um, by the way, uh, spoiler alert, we all picked the Rams, uh, Jackson's just like, the Patriots have lost to the Titans and the Steelers and the Lions mm. and all these teams that have not made the playoffs, whereas all the Rams have really only lost to the Saints and teams that are playoff-worthy. And why do the Patriots deserve to be in the Super Bowl other than the refs like allowing them to be in well, the Super Bowl? So we yep. all went towards the Rams, and Jackson so you, in particular. So you went with your heart. You went emotional. We went emotional. You didn't go logical. You didn't do the intellectual piece. You there went was with no your, logic involved. They, okay. We just want the Rams to win. But Jackson actually used some analytical to ease his emotion. Right. Holden actually knows absolutely nothing and just wants to really be cute. Mm-hmm. And, and he nails it. And he nails Without it. Even he trying. nails the cute, cute stuff. He's kid's cute. He's he just got shows up. Hair. He has a facial just he like me. Exactly. The cuteness comes Smile. from me. Exactly. Obviously. Obviously. <laughs> exactly. I'm going to take all the credit. I mean, this is bad to the dad, yeah, right? It's all bad. You know, it's dad. not bad to the mom. No. It's bad to the dad. If it was bad to the mom, it wouldn't be as good because bad to the mom does not mean good. Bad to the mom is actually a negative reference in terms of being. In fact, okay. there's no mom that wants to be bad. Exactly. So we're bad to the dad <laughs> yeah. because bad. Dad's We're not even that touching that spinoff. We'll let <laughs> right. moms want to do a we'll podcast, and I think there are tons. We'll yeah, sure, later. sure we will, but we won't. But we will. <laughs> yeah. So, so speaking of of Holden, so yeah, cute kid, great kid, and he did something really, really nice in school. This is when bad to the dad does become good to the dad. You know, you're doing something right. He did a whole kindness project in in his elementary school. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah. So Holden, so if I had a, you know, all of our kids are different, right? And my kids are like pretty much split down the middle. So Jackson is the analytical one. He's the athletic one. He's, you know, very sports minded. Um, If you ask him to go on stage, he'll be like, eh, he may write a joke, but he won't want to go on stage. Holden is the performer. Holden will grab a microphone at any time. Um, He's also the kind kid. And you know the when kind I, kid? the kind kid, oh the kind, kind kid. kid, that's what I thought, and not K Y N D kind, K I N D kind. Okay, that might hit the cutting room floor too. <laughs> <That's> but <laughs> but um, he's the kind kid, so he you know he's he's the one who gets the haha for humanity part of the humanity part of the haha. And they had kindness week at school, mm-hmm. and all on his own, he went to the principal and he said, "I want to do a kindness assembly, which should do a kindness presentation." And he went to the kindergarten class and he talked about how to be kind and what is kind, and that you should be kind for everyone. And uh, it was it was fantastic. I got invited to go there, and I got to see him do it. 
nervous as all heck. I mean, he's eight years old, so... His first big show. First big show. But uh, he went up there. He had his papers. He had his presentation. He talked to the... He played a game with the kids in the kindergarten. Interactive, very good. Interactive and asked questions, and uh, it was fantastic. It's always nice to know the kids, because less than a half percent of kids can actually stand up and do kind things. It's so hard for them to... I think it's about standing up to the people who are mean, but to stand up for kids... It takes a lot of character to do that, and that doesn't happen naturally. That usually has some kind of uh, information from family and parents. So I would tell you right now, you're bad to the dad in that moment. High mm-hmm. five. Mm-hmm. I'll give you a fist five. bump. How a fist, fist bump. bump? Fist bump fist is bump what is the good. kids are doing now. They're smashing knuckles. Is that what they're doing these days? Sure. <laughs> from, 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 what I, from what I see on the on the Instagram and the I'm Facebook. The, yes, the. yeah. You know you're not cool if you're using the in front of yeah, all the I different platforms. I don't want to go? I'd like to go. All right, because I have a question after you're done. All yeah, right, all right. I don't want you to explode if it's something that you really no, wanted no, to ask. I, I'm not going to explode. I'm going to sit here okay. and pay patience. Well, you know, Rob also coaches sports because that's what suburban dads do. He coaches yeah. sports. Mm-hmm. And I have found that listening to his stand-up that many of his experiences coaching youth sports informs his, his stand-up material. And there's one bit that you do all the time that I think is just hilarious about you coaching Little League Baseball with kids who are just trying to learn the game, they're trying to understand the game, the nuances of it, but they're also learning a whole new terminology. Would you be so kind as to... That's the same like one of those great, that great joke that I have. I, I, I think, I think it is, story. I think it's the seminal Rob Field it stand-up is, material. And I will say that, like, I coach kids sports because, one, I want to be an interactive dad. I want to be a bad dad. Right, I want to be bad. Yeah. And part of being bad, bad in the good way, right? Yeah. Bad, bad in a good way. Yes. Bad okay. to the dad. Bad yeah. to the bad. Bad in a good way. Yeah. And I want to be involved in my kids' lives, and part of that is coaching and being out there with not only them, but also their friends, and having their friends know that, you know, I'm, I'm a pretty bad dad, right? Did I say that right? That's sure. Right. Awesome. I think you have that, but not it. Yes. <laughs> I have that, but <laughs> not <laughs> it. Exactly. That was a high five. Uh, we didn't break anything. That was a high five. comes right down. That was a yeah. 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 That's what makes you almost have it. It. I'm almost. Gonna, I'm going to keep hanging almost. that on both of you. Yes. Almost. Okay. Um. So I'm coaching my kids' uh, baseball team, and honestly, I'm not a fundamentals guy. I'm more of the – I make this joke. I'm the metaphysical guy, not the physical guy. So <laughs> I have coaches who know how to teach you how to run and hit and throw, and I just try to keep your head in the game. And so I'm the assistant, assistant, assistant coach, and they all come into the dugout, and I'm like, okay, guys, now we all know baseball. There's only three things you need to know. You need to know who's up, who's on deck, and who's in the hole. And the reality is is when you're dealing with, like, 11, 12, 12-year-olds, 12 you really want all the other kids just to be quiet and just, like, focus in on who's up, who's on deck, and Make who's in the hole. Right? That's all I need to know. Keep it simple. Who's up, who's, who's on deck, deck, and who's in the and hole. who's in the hole. And I went up to the kids, and I told the kid who was in the hole, and he looks at me, and he's just looking around, and he goes, where's the hole? <laughs> right? Where's the hole? Which I can respect. And I'm like, listen. He listens to you. Right. In the hole. It's a baseball term. Google it. Mm-hmm. Right? It's 2019. We have Google. It's easier, to be honest with you. I don't know where it came from. Just Google it. It's a hole. nautical term, but we'll yeah. get into that later. Yeah. Um, and I just want to let you know, the last thing you want to do is tell a bunch of 12-year-old boys to Google the words in the hole. <laughs> All right, good safety tip. Right, good safety do not tip. ever do, do not that. Ever this, is, this, is, this is where most radio shows would cut to commercial really quick, but no, it's a podcast, so we yes, yes. Because other parents would not know that. Other dads would, sit, would do the same thing. Now they know. All right. Do not Google in the hole. A, cush, a cautionary $10, tale. Ten dollars. They're all googling in the hole now. Yes. And find themselves in a place where they're now in the well, hole. Well, they're they're clearing their cash. <laughs> 
on the internet because they don't want their wives to find out that they Googled that. Yes. So website is www.badtothedad.com and all of our social media platforms, we make it easy for you because your dads, you're busy. You don't need to write things down. You don't need to have a list. You don't have multiple passwords. Every social media platform, Coach Randy is at... Bad to the Dad. At Bad to the Dad. Facebook, front slash, Bad to the Dad. Website, Bad to the Dad. Dot com. Because we're bad to the dad. We're bad to the dad. Bad yes, to the dad. we're trying to make it easy. You had a question that you yes. really wanted to ask Rob. So I, I did my recon. I did my uh, my surveillance of, of Rob. And every week, we like to get a dad together that kind of offers some insight into what it means to be a dad. And I understand you are one for advocating. Uh, let's call gambling in your family. That you as a dad like to uh, bet your kids, and you and you encourage gambling, and that you made a bet at one time with your kids. I do. And apparently they lost this bet. And because they lost the bet, they had to eat vegetables. Yes. Yes. Well, let me let me backtrack in case my ex-wife was like listening to this. I don't necessarily encourage gambling, but to <laughs> discourage gambling, I may gamble with my kids. And my oldest you know, like, gambling is a thing. Like, it's on ESPN. They have point spreads. They have odds. They have all this stuff. It's, like, all legal all the time. All, you know, it's it's everywhere. And my son wanted to play me in poker. And I said, mm-hmm. you're 12. Mm-hmm. You can't play poker until you're 21 years old. I'm not playing you. And as good kids do, they just nagged and nagged and nagged and nagged and nagged me until I played. But my guess is before that you thought to yourself, I have a teachable moment here. I have a very teachable moment because I know I could kick his butt. Because you knew the odds were in your favor. So you know what? Yes. Fine. You want to do this? Right. We're going to bet, but here's the bet. Right. And, this is the, and this is the purpose strategy we want to talk about. That's your genius of being bad so what I did was uh, did not want to gamble money, but wanted to gamble something that was important to each other. Excellent. My oldest does not like eating vegetables, been nagging him endlessly about eating vegetables, needing to eat vegetables, continue to do this. And what, of course, what he wants to do is go to Dave and Buster's and play video games. And so Who doesn't? we were vegetables. Video games. Right, right, right. And so I just kept on beating him and beating him and beating him. And it just kept on. But he wanted to keep on playing. So what happened was first I said, if I win, you have to eat a vegetable. And I won. So we wanted to play double or nothing. Not that good. Double down. Double <laughs> down. Okay, double or nothing. And, and his bet was always, I want, his bet was always going to Dave and Buster's. And my bet was always you have to eat more and more and more and more vegetables until the point got that I baked him so many times that he was eating every vegetable under the sun and I was ordering whatever food he had. Like he couldn't even order the food that I was having him eat. I was going to have him eat salad and chicken and vegetables and everything good. There was going to be nothing. He was going to have to, like, there was no soda that was going to be on the table. He was getting nothing that he wanted. And it wasn't even going to be at Dave and Buster's. Like I was literally kicking his butt. And ultimately at the end, since I really wanted him to feel some joy out of this, um, I let him win the last game. I let him. Okay. Win. He'll deny it, but I let him <laughs> win the last game. But so we went to Dave and Buster's so we can have some fun, but he wasn't allowed to get up from the table and play any video games until he ate all of his vegetables. Wow. That's genius. 
Genius bad to the yeah. dad right there. It's benevolent uh, dictatorship is what that is. <laughs> You're trying to do something good for him. You know at the end of the road there'll be some fun. There'll be the reward. But he's got to do what he's got to do. That's bad to that. That is being creative. That's out-of-the-box thinking, which is what dad's really good about. I may because, steal that. You know, because in that moment, you thought, you know, I really want my kid to eat vegetables. Mm-hmm. Right? And you know, just going after them and saying, you got to eat your vegetables. you got to eat your vegetables. Just gets them to dig in and dig in. But you thought, as a comedian, right side of the brain, you say, you know what? Let's have some fun. And bad the dads, that's what drives moms crazy. It's because moms generally have like this very, very well, more structure. More structure. But we come out and we say, wait, we can still get what we want. We just got to be clever. Got to rewrite the book. Got to rewrite the book because we're bad to the dad. You know who's bad to the dad? Rob Field. Rob Field. Comedian. He's dad. He's a philanthropist. It's been great having you on. It's a pleasure. Haha for humanity. Give us a little more information if a local charity or a regional charity or a national charity, you want to take this thing national, Rob, wants to get involved and produce a comedy show with you, how do they get in touch with you? Well, they can get in touch with one. I have a website, of course. Dub 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 dot mm-hmm. haha for humanity. Um, you can find me on all the social media networks at at haha for humanity. Um, also, you can find me as a comedian on my other sites. Um, my handle is at shoeless Jew. So, shoeless uh, Jew, shoeless not like Jew. shoeless S-H-U? Joe. S H U. No, shoeless. No, shoeless. Like, like shoeless, shoeless Joe. Like shoeless Joe, but I'm a Jew, so it's shoeless, shoeless Jew. Shoeless Jew. Uh, so I'm at shoeless Jew. So you can either get me at. Uh, haha for humanity at my website you can email me uh, I do the monthly shows at Thatch McGee's next show is this Tuesday this is, fa- this is Fairfield New Thatch Jersey McGee's yeah. in yes. Fairfield New Jersey it's the first Tuesday of every month next show is February 5th you're bad to the dad you're in the goodest the way possible this is Rob Field and this is the bad to the dad podcast with thanks Coach you. Randy thanks. and Adam D thanks so much thank Rob thank you Coach Randy thank you Adam D it's been a pleasure bad to the dad Bad to the dad. Episode two, the Super Dad Shuffle with Coach Randy and Adam D in the books. Thank you so much for listening. And you can today. Yeah. We've done two. We want to thank Rob Field from Haha ha for Humanity fun, for fun, joining fun. us. Yes. We hope you enjoyed the Fef Wings recipe. Fef Wings and oil to boil. Love to hear if you've experimented with this recipe, how it all turned out. Mm-hmm. Please contact us through all the social media platforms at Bad to the Dad on Instagram, Twitter, Bad to the Dad on Facebook, and of course, our website, www.badtothedad.com. Next week, we're coming on Valentine's Day. Valentine's Kids say Day. Valentine's Day. Valentine's Day. I'm all about it. It's going to be a fun episode. It's called Life is Like a Box of Dads. <laughs> you never know how bad they're going to be. Keep going, man. I, I, I was podcasting. This is Bad to the Dad with Coach Randy and Adam D. We'll see you next week. Thanks, Dad. Badtothedad.com. I was running. Uh-huh.